Little Red Riding Hood, and the value of deception. Once upon a time, there was a girl named Little Red Riding Hood. She lived with her mother in the village. One day, her mother told her to take a basket of food to her grandmother in the forest. Be very careful, my love, her mother admonished, and always stay on the path. Red got dressed up and set out. It was a bright morning, and the scent of pine, mixed with honeysuckle, filled the air. The path was wide and easy to follow, densely packed earth with only a few rocks and roots peeking through. After a few hours of merrily skipping along, Red came to a clearing that she thought would be a good place for lunch. She spied a tree stump that would make an excellent table, and rolled up a log next to it in order to sit. When she was almost finished eating, she noticed a movement out of the corner of her eye. Who's there? she called out. A massive form crept from the shadows. It was a large, lumbering lupine, a big, bad wolf. What are you doing out here, all alone? the wolf asked. I'm on my way to deliver kimchi to my grandma. She is having a banquet, but is missing the side dishes. I see, the wolf mused. It must be quite the feast. Oh, yes, the girl responded. Bulgogi, kalbi, seafood pancake. Where does your grandmother live? The wolf's query was direct. It's just a little further down this path and then left at the fork, she answered. The wolf stroked his chin with his paw. You know what would be wonderful? I saw a patch of wild roses just a little bit over there. I bet your grandmother would love how they look. And of course, the smell, you know, will help with the kimchi. Red brightened. That's a wonderful idea. She looked at her shoes sheepishly. I have to admit, when I first saw you, I was worried that you might try to hurt me. I didn't know how thoughtful you would be. A gleam lit the wolf's eye. Then let this be a valuable lesson to you. Things are not always how they seem. With this, the wolf turned his back and disappeared. Red went to where he had pointed and indeed found the fragrant roses that he had mentioned. It took her a good thirty minutes to gather them and get back on the path, but soon she was skipping happily along once more. It was beginning to get dark by the time she spied her grandmother's cottage. It was a humble wooden structure with a thatched roof. Red didn't bother to knock. She opened the door. The inside was dimly lit. Candles and fires presented a constant danger of burning the house down, and besides, the climate was temperate for all but the worst winter nights. For this, her grandma kept a heavy cloak. As Red entered, she saw her grandma sitting in the corner in her rocker, the heavy cloak drawn around her. Grandma, Red started, I have brought the kimchi for you. Thank you, my dear, Grandma said rocking back and forth. Please bring it closer so I can taste it. Red took a step and then stopped. Grandma, what long legs you have. Yes, my dear, Grandma said. The better for you to sit in my lap. Red took one more step forward. Grandma, what big arms you have. Yes, my dear, Grandma said. The better to hug you with. Red took one more step forward. Grandma, what big eyes you have. Yes, my dear, Grandma said, the better to see you with. Red took one more step forward. Grandma, what a large neck you have. 
Grandma threw off her cloak, and it was the big bad wolf hiding underneath. Yes, my dear, the big bad wolf said, the better to swallow you whole. Red froze. The wolf just laughed and laughed. When you went to get the flowers, I came here, ate your grandma's bulgogi, and locked your grandma in the closet. I could have eaten you in the forest, but now I will get a girl, a grandma, and a Korean feast. I warned you before, you really should have learned the value of deception. As the wolf got ready to pounce, Red spoke softly. There's just one problem. The wolf chuckled again. Okay, tell me your last words. You see, Red began, I'm not called Red because of my hood. It's because of my belt.